Hey besties and welcome to the On The Right Track podcast. I'm your host Kayla and I want to first start off by saying that I am so grateful you are here. I love you and thank you for being here. Your girl was MIA last week and let me tell you, I am like Miss Queen Independent over here. I will do anything and everything by myself just because one, I'm very impatient when it comes to people and waiting for people and two, I just like doing things by myself, honestly. I have been moving for the last couple weeks into my new apartment. And let me tell you all, this place is so freaking cute and cozy. Like, I, it's, it's my dream apartment and I love living here. There's literally boxes everywhere though because I am too lazy to take the trash out. But yeah, I've been moving. And last week I had to work on Halloween, which was fine, no big deal. But I got home and I was like, I need to record an episode and then get it up. And I ended up falling asleep on the couch. So, (laughs) haha, here I am. I took a week hiatus, but I was exhausted. Moving is exhausting, especially when you're doing it by yourself. But that's right. I moved across the country a couple months later, moved across the city. And the neighborhood I'm in is so, I love it. It's so cute. The people are so nice. There's so many dogs and Maze loves that. Maze is adjusting very well. She is now uh, laying down right next to me. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for this new journey and this chapter and to see what's to come. I love living here and I feel like I say that all the time, but it's true. I love living here in the city in Chicago. So yeah, let's go ahead and get started with this episode. We're doing a Q&A. So sit back relax and enjoy my answers to some of these questions first of all some of these questions were very derogatory and i will not be answering them so let's get to the more appropriate ones starting with why did i move to chicago we all know why i moved to chicago i mentioned it in my first episode but i look at it as the universe needed me here wanted me here for a reason i'm here for a reason Maybe it's to figure out who I am, what my purpose in life is, whatever it is. I fucking love living here. Chicago is my city. Chicago is my home girl. I love being here. I love the people here. I just, everything about it is, I love it. I'm addicted to the city, I guess. I don't even know if that's the right words to say, but the city feels like home. I'm so grateful to be here and for the journey to come. Next question is biggest red flags in a guy. Oh, honey. Honey. Grab a notepad and a pen. I got a list. I'm totally just kidding. I kind of hate the whole red flag, green flag kind of thing, but I will say that there are some characteristics and attributes and whatever the heck else in a guy that I don't necessarily love. And I'll just list a few. One is not a big family oriented guy. If you don't like your family, I don't like you, period. Two, lack of self-awareness, lack of self-love. That is a big thing for me and something that when you do something for yourself, you essentially reciprocate that energy. And if someone's not doing that for themselves, how are they going to do that for you? How? They're not. And next. Honey, if they're uneducated, and when I say uneducated, I mean not asking questions about the deeper meaning of things or they look at you weird because you're asking so many questions and they're just like uh i don't know next absolutely not goodbye get out 
you are not welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Next. Another red flag, oh good lord, is if they're not taking care of themselves physically. There's one thing to be like mentally, you know, just aware and just super sexy. But there's another thing if you're like physically taking care of yourself. And I mean, like your appearance is really nice. You dress nice. You don't have to like lift heavy ass fucking weights. But like if I'm like, oh, let's go on a walk and you tell me no and you'd rather sit and play video games. (laughs) I do see that as sort of a red flag if you're not if you're not taking care of yourself cuz I think it's very sexy when a man is mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically taking care of themselves because that means if they're taking care of that part of them and you're taking care of that part of you, imagine what you could fucking build together. You would be on top of the world. Literally just like on top of the world. Cloud 9 all time all time at all times another red flag is when they are not supporting what you love and do and i will tell you this i've had three boyfriends and through those three boyfriends i've danced and i've been a dance teacher two of the three well actually one of the three was very 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 supportive in that never missed a dance competition never missed a recital even when i was just teaching the second one was like hit or miss like was there to support me like supported me literally just like mentally and emotionally throughout the whole thing never came to a dance competition the third one couldn't give a flying fuck about dance dance is my everything and if you're not interested in something that i'm interested in even in the slightest i don't even fucking care if you fake it like if i'm dating a guy and i'm like hockey is life and they're just like eh, like hockey's kind of cool but like maybe I can ascent, like eventually get into it. That's cute to me. But like, if you're constantly just ignoring anything that I'm interested in, fuck you. Fuck you and fuck your life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's so fucking mean. I'm just kidding. No, seriously though. But if they're not at least like showing the slightest of interest in something that I have to say or something that I love doing, I don't think it's going to work out. I feel like maybe I have a very big list of red flags and... I just, I don't want to go through all of them because I do feel like it is, I don't know, I don't know, but just, I mean, the biggest things when it comes to men for me is being mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally aware of yourself and aware of what you're doing and taking care of yourself as well as like communication, honesty, and all those other things and like showing interest in things that I like because I will show interest in things that you like. I love learning new things. I love learning about new things. I don't like golfing, but when I like someone, I will... I don't even know the first thing about golfing, honestly. But if I like someone, I'll start asking fucking questions because I'm interested in what they're interested in. If it's not reciprocated, cut that bitch off. I also do want to say that it's not just red flags in a guy. It is, that's red flags in everybody. Like, even as friends. Because if you don't have your closest circle, whether it being a boyfriend, girlfriend, and your best friends, and your family. Well, let's leave family out of this. But, like, your closest circle is your boyfriend, girlfriend, and your best friends. If they are not supporting you and supporting themselves really like support yourself before you support others kind of thing then why why would you keep them in your life that's just weird to me I mean I've been there done that but I've cut so many people out of my life thank 
the heavens for opening my mind to that because if I was down they would be like yeah you're just over exaggerating but like now if I'm down I got a fucking care package from Liz today she's gonna be on an episode one day just just you wait but I literally was like I think I'm on a I'm on the verge of a mental breakdown and she showed up today at work with a care package for me those are the people that you need in your life and I didn't ask her for that she just did it out of nowhere I've never had a friend do that for me Liz shout out shout out Liz everyone shout Liz out okay ready one two three shout out Liz but seriously um she's there for me and I'm there for her and then there's also this guy who it's the same thing like he's there for me when I need him and I'm there for him when he needs me but like you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others I used to give and give and give and give and give and I would never receive and that's something that I've had to learn literally and fight my toughest battles learning I guess so yeah okay that was that I feel like that was kind of off topic Your little fun fact lesson of the day was all that. Next question is, what is my worst habit? If you know me, you know that I am the queen of overthinking. I have a bad, 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 bad habit. Severely horrible habit of overthinking. I am not perfect. I feel like people often think like, oh my God, you're so happy. How are you happy all the time? And I'm just like, honey, honey, I'm not. I am an overthinker and this last week is kind of like a good example. I've been overthinking things that are really good for me and honestly quite great and they're going great in my life. And today I kind of was just like, what the hell? What am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? I'm literally trying to make a situation something that it's not when it's going really fucking good. And the thing is, the thing that I keep reminding myself is 90% of your thoughts are made up. Why are you going to waste time and energy? thinking about things that don't exist and coming up with scenarios that don't exist if something good is happening in your life let it fucking happen but we're human we're human that's the thing is that we are human beings i know i'm not perfect you're not perfect we're not perfect as much as we want to say that we are we're not we have these habits that are bad habits and overthinking just so happens to be one of mine and i'm certain i'm certain that 90 percent of people can agree with me for themselves we are all overthinkers but 90% of our thoughts are just made of bullshit and why are we going to let those thoughts consume our energy our time and really our day like there's 24 hours in a day are we going to spend 20 hours thinking all these made-up scenarios no let's think of the good and let's focus on like learning and growing and just doing something new fuck overthinking seriously though it is such a bad fucking habit and i can't wait for the day where i'm looking back listening to this and being like wow i'm so glad that i finally have stepped out of that pattern of overthinking and i'm allowing these good things to happen to me because the thing is is everything in your life everything that is meant to be yours in life will never pass you by you are always on time for those things why are you going to sit and overthink it Why not just indulge in the moment and just love everything that's coming in for you? That's a really good question. I'm so glad that I asked myself that too. So think about it. Next question is how to not get involved in a cycle of quote, I need everyone to reflect the same energy as I give them all the time, end quote. And to be honest, 
how do you even get in a cycle of that? I feel like, actually, no, I do know. I know exactly how you feel because I used to be like, Miss Happy-Go-Lucky, oh, like super fucking fake, happy-go-lucky. And I'm like, why are you not reciprocating the energy that I'm giving? And the truth is, is we're all different. We're all human. We're all different. We experience different emotions. We're on different paths. We're growing at different paces. Like everything about all of us, one thing I love about living in the city is these sounds. Anyways, one thing about all of us is we're all different. We can all be on the same frequency, but our energies might be giving off differently. Like, let's use, I don't even know. Let's say I wake up and I'm just in a shitty mood. I'm exhausted. I barely slept. Like, I'm just not having it today. And you woke up and you are in this, like, happy-go-lucky, everything is rainbows and sunshine energy. Do you really think that I would be able to reciprocate that? Literally feeling like shit? I mean, in all honesty, like you just can't expect from anybody. And I don't mean that in a negative way. By that, I mean you really don't know, unless you truly know somebody, you don't know what they have gone through in life. You don't even know what they've probably gone through the day before because half the time we'll tell people vaguely what a situation is, but we don't don't tell everyone all of our thoughts. So... If I'm having a bad day and you're having a good day and you're like, come on, like, have some energy, smile. Like, no, you can't expect that from anybody. And I don't know exactly if this was something that I've learned or just something that, like, a light bulb went off and I was like, oh, I'm probably also not in a good mood and I'm just faking it. But you you can't expect everyone to see your energy and take it in for themselves especially like think about it if you have a friend who's just really going through some deep shit and you are trying to be there for them and you're like oh my gosh no it's gonna be okay like you're fine and you're smiling all the time but they're like really going through it you can't expect them to just start giving you that same energy everything comes over time and if you think that your friends are not reciprocating your energy or like you're giving way too much and they're not giving at all maybe you should just reconsider who your friend group is because I've had friends who would ask me for a lot of things a lot of things that kind of affected me emotionally energetically financially and I never really got anything back it was always me being left out and not being invited and just I always had to be the one that had to ask to do things with people and sometimes you are meant to isolate yourself so that you can really figure out who you are and what you want in friends. Now I have a group of friends who are all independently successful and if we get together, we get together. We're all just super fucking busy and I also now live 1,300 miles away. But people will reflect the same energy when you're meant to be with those people. When you meet the correct people and you come across people that are meant to be in your lives forever, they will reflect the same energy. Will we have days that we are just not feeling it? Of course. Of course. We're human. We're fucking human beings. We are not genetically programmed robots. We are fucking human beings and we have those days. Trust me, we have those days. I have those days. You have those days. We all have those days. 
The people who are meant to be in your life will always reflect in some way. We all have different love languages too. And a lot of people always steer that towards like romantic relationships, but that goes for every relationship in your life. A friendship, best friendship, family, brother, sister, whatever. Everybody has a love language and we will love in the way that our love language is. I always ask people what their love language is because like mine, my main one is, well, I have two main ones is physical touch and words of affirmation. But if I go to give someone a hug who does not really like physical touch, that's going to make them feel fucking awkward. So knowing love languages is really important so that you know how to give to somebody to fill their emotional tank and vice versa. But again, the correct people, well, I keep saying the correct people, the people that are meant to be in your life will never pass you by and they will always, 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 always reflect the same energy. But just keep in mind, we are human and we have those days where we probably won't. But if we are giving to other people and filling their emotional tanks, they will do that same thing back. And if you find that that is not what's happening, reassess who your friends are, reassess the whole situation and, and go from there. Sometimes you have to cut friendships off, even friends that you've been friends with forever. I've cut off 13 year relationships and I am okay with that because they were not, they're not meant to be in my life. If nothing's being reciprocated, why, why the fuck am I going to continue wasting my energy on somebody who's not doing anything back? So take all that as you will. Someone asked me if I had trust issues <laughs> and I find that so funny. I used to think that I, oh, no, I didn't used to think that I did. I used to, I used to have major trust issues, but that's because I, it's, people just do some sketchy things sometimes, but in past relationships, I will tell you that I, I would never accuse anyone of doing anything, but I would be that psycho girl that would drive past their house to make sure that they were there. And if any of my exes are listening, not you, silly goose. Anyways, I used to have trust issues, but now I don't. But I think if you really build a foundation, a solid foundation with people, not just in a relationship, but in friendships and with family and stuff, if you really build a, like a very steady foundation and one, you're not doing any sketchy shit and they're not doing any sketchy shit, it kind of ties in with overthinking. Don't overthink it because that's when the trust issues come into play because then you start accusing and when you start accusing shit hits the fan and shit will get messy so the answer is not anymore I do not have trust issues anymore because I am evolved I have grown up a lot since my last relationship and no offense to the ex if you're listening to this hey um I don't know if we really count ourselves as a relationship so but I, yeah, I, I don't have them anymore. I feel really good about myself and I feel very confident in who I am seeing. Um, and I'm, I know that he feels the same way towards me. So it's nice to not have any trust issues. So slay. Y'all, I'm going to answer this question. I've gotten asked probably 17 times if I have an OnlyFans and the answer short and sweet is no I don't I have thought about it though so maybe in the future maybe in the future but as of right now I don't so 
you guys can all stop asking. Thank you. Someone asked what my favorite show is right now. And I've got to say that I am hooked on Euphoria. And I know, I know, I know, I know that I am very, very, very late to that. But the show is fucking awesome. Everything from the cinematography, the actors, uh, the editing. The show is just amazing. And I feel like my jaw is on the floor because of how incredible everything is. The angles of the cameras and just the acting from everyone. Oh my god, the show is so great. I don't think that I've been watching anything else other than that. And if I have, it's been movies. And yeah, but Euphoria right now, I'm so glad I started watching it. Someone asked me what the weirdest trend I've ever done is, and I don't, I don't know what that question means, and I, I don't think that I can answer that, because I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure my friends could probably answer this question, but for me, I, I really like corn. I'm just kidding. I don't think that I've done a weird trend. I really don't think so. What are my top three favorite books? I am not much of a fantasy book reader. I love, 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 love self-help books. Um, so Atomic Habit by James Clear is one of them. 5AM Club and also The Power of Habit are really, really, really good books. Um, I went, While I was moving, I should say, so the two weeks that I was like genuinely moving, I feel like I've fallen out of a lot of habits and I keep these books out all the time so that I'm constantly reminded that habits are powerful and very, very, very important in your everyday life. And now I'm back on a normal schedule and I feel really fucking good. So those books have helped so much between my mentality and just building up different habits and habits that I can, you know, sustainable habits, I should say. These books are great. So give them a try and let me know how you like them because they are, they're so good. I love them. I will say that's, they can be boring. They can definitely be boring, but trust me, you learn so fucking much. And if you're like me and you love learning, these books are great. Literally just read 10 pages a day, which the Atomic Habit book is really hard to put down sometimes. So I, sometimes I read like 30 pages a day, which is a lot because I am not a reader. I am not a reader, but I do enjoy reading but I was never a reader I'm not a bookworm although I do read all the time so I guess I kind of am a bookworm but I used to never be but these books are really fucking great so I 10 out of 10 highly recommend I don't care if you find them boring they are so fucking helpful and will change your life literally make a massive positive impact on your life I got asked what my workout split is and my workout split has been the same since last year, I believe. I lift five days a week and then I do cardio seven days a week. So Monday through Friday, I kind of do just like 10, 15 minutes of cardio. And then Saturday, Sunday, I will do 45 minutes to an hour, just depending on the time. But Monday, I do hamstrings and glutes, which I did a new workout today. And my ass is already feeling it. Tuesday is back and biceps, Wednesday is chest and triceps, Thursday is quads, and then Friday is shoulders. I don't do ab workouts, I don't do none of that shit. I just do my five lifting days and then cardio, and I feel really good. It's a really good workout split. You hit everything throughout the week, and yeah. I'm usually in the gym 35 to 45, maybe 50 minutes, just depending, and then obviously on cardio days, depending on if I do an hour or not, that, you know. So I'm in and I'm out. I go in, I'm focused, and I leave 
to go to work because she works all day. I got asked what my favorite part of living in the city is, and I probably should have answered this like when I talked about moving here. My favorite part has literally been everything. (laughs) I know that sounds like unrealistic, but when I tell you that when I was 13 and I traveled here for the first time and I fell in love with the city, like I was not kidding. I fell in love with the city and somehow I was grateful enough that the universe brought me here, you know? So I'm really just soaking it all in. I will say that it is fucking cold out there. My nips. Oh my God. Sometimes they never mind. We just won't talk about that. But it is so chilly sometimes, and I'm very grateful that Maze is finally on a schedule where she will go out, she will pee, she will poop, and we will go right back inside because it is way too fucking cold. I will say midday walks are, like, our favorite thing. Maybe. Maybe that's our favorite thing. Midday walks. There's not a ton of people out, and it's it's beautiful weather right now. I know I just complained that it was cold, but I will continue to complain that it's cold until my Florida blood is used to it which I like that like it gradually shifts and it's not like it was 90 degrees in July and now it's 10 degrees like it's it's shifting so it's preparing me but yeah my favorite thing is literally everything everything in the city is always changing and there's so many places to go and people to see and it's just oh, it's beautiful I love it here I seriously love it here obsessed Alright y'all, that is enough of this episode. It is a very, very, very long episode. Well, kind of. But thank you guys so much for being here. I love you so much. I'm so, so grateful you were here. This little Q&A was so fun. Um, Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and I will talk to you next week. Bye!